Once upon a midnight dreary, where I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as if one gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember it was in the bleak December, and each dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the morrow, vainly I sought to borrow, from my book's surcrease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore. For the rare and radiant maiden, whom the angel named Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, that is it and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. "'Sir,' said I, "'or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore.' But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. That scarce I was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door, darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness, peering, long I stood there, wandering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before, but the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there was spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore, merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard the tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment in this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open there I flung the shutter, when, with many a flit and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven made of saintly days of yore. Not in least obedience made he, not a moment stopped or stayed he, but with mine of late lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat and nothing more. Then this ebony bird, beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore, through thy crest 
be shown and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim, an ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore, tell me what thy lordly name is on night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled at this ungainly fowl, to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little revelancy born. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word did he outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather that he fluttered, till I scarcely more than he muttered. Other friends have flown before, on the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said, Nevermore. Startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken, Doubtless, said I, what it utters, its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, till the dyers of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never, never more. But the raven, still beguiling all my fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushion seat in front of the bird and bust and door. Then, upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself into linking, fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore, meant in croaking, nevermore. This I sat, engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the couch's cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight glowed over. But those velvet violet linings with the lamp lightings gloating o'er, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then, mid-thought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim, whose footholls tinkled up upon the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite, 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 and neth bright from thy memories of Lenore. Quaff, O oh quaff, this kind nepinth, and forget this lost Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, think of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, 
whether tempter sent or whether tempter tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted. On this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, think of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the destined Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word or sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked, upstarting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as token of thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit thy bust above my door. Take thy beef from out of my heart, and take thy form from off of my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore. And the raven, never flitting, is still sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of Pallas, just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon that is dreaming. And the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow onto the floor. And my soul from out of the shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore.